Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build products and recover from burnout. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we figure things out. Today is June 15th. I am in Wells, Maine, and I am feeling completely, utterly exhausted. This is episode number 95, and I'm feeling busy. And I'm also feeling like there's someone else on on the show yeah. today. Who, who, is, <laughs> who is that over there? <laughs> that would be uh, Benedicta, and I am in Oslo, uh, actually on the fjord in the boathouse tonight for date night. And I am right now feeling super excited, but earlier this week I was very tired. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian, why are you exhausted? What's up? Uh, Well, as (laughs) I think we're going to cut it out of the episode, but I mean, I I have had great coverage. We were like we were watching Netflix last night, completely fine. Then we get on here to try to record this podcast, and my connection just drops out of nowhere. Yes, like it is. It has just been too much the past couple of weeks like i think i shared you know launch launch itself was pretty stressful the basement started flooding like literally hours before we were supposed to pull out the driveway um but over over this past week we were uh we were getting ready to leave one of our sites and the brakes on the trailer on the fifth wheel were not responding to the truck the brakes of all things and uh, so we that doesn't sound good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's suboptimal, suboptimal to say the least. We were never we were never in any danger. It's not like we were, you know, flying downhill like ah because it's it's <laughs> that the brakes on the truck, you know, are really strong. It will slow the trailer down, but it's basically like, you know, you've either got somebody in a, you know, uh, a radio flyer behind your bicycle um, that's doesn't have their feet on the ground or they do. And so <laughs> that's basically, that's what we had. So we had to, we had to, uh, take the trailer and the truck to some repair shop in Buffalo, New York and, um, get that, get that looked at. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't an immediate and obvious fix, um, hit the pocketbook, you know, pretty fair amount. And we stayed <laughs> in just the, sh- the shadiest hotel in Buffalo, like, I mean, my wife watched a drug deal go down and like it was just shady, y'all. Um, and then when we finally did, when we finally did get on the road and started making our way out here, we're like going through mountain roads. It's raining. We finally arrived. The campsite that they assigned to us was too small. It was like a two hour ordeal to to get a site that would work um, to get this giant thing fit in there and then when i did the leveling system on the trailer wasn't working erroring out and that was it was just like okay i i'm tapping out um i'm i'm over it i'm I'm over it so um that's just like a reality check right right now you know my i'm just so worn out and exhausted Mm -hmm. from every little thing to try to get this going there's always something there's always something so how long and have you I'm been on the road two two weeks and a day um and so like on the so that's on the one hand benedicta it's like 
okay yeah two weeks in a day i mean come on um it takes it takes some time to get into the routine that is that's true what it feels like right now in this moment is oh my gosh we've only been doing this for two weeks we have another 13 and a half months of this (laughs) no (laughs) no what are we what have we done this was a huge mistake. So it's like, you know, both sides of your, both sides of the brain, you know, there. Um, and only, only time will tell. Like we will be a month down the road looking back on the first two weeks and laughing about it, you know, the way that you tend to do after you get through a, a stressful and tiring thing. Or we'll be, you know, a month down the road and just like, ah, this is not getting easy. Why isn't this getting easier yet? So, oh, but right now, just all of my mental energy is just completely consumed. Um, so I'm I'm just at the end of my rope. I'm totally at the end of my rope. But hanging in. Tie, I think FDR <laughs> said, when you get to the end of the rope, tie a knot and hang on. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any way to like pull out? Or is this has to happen oh, for the next 13 no, months? No. I mean, there's, you know, there are... We have renters in our house, um, and uh, and so there's like that's that's good in the sense that you know we're we're on the other side of a gate that we can't open back up, and so it's like okay, cool, mm-hmm. we at least don't we don't really have that option. Like we gotta we're gonna continue on and find a way to make this work and just and just appreciate. Okay, this feels really really stressful in the moment, but no bad feeling lasts for forever. And it's just that we just got to get into a routine and into a rhythm. Um, and so, I mean, you know, schedule wise, the other, the other major thing that I have to remind myself is that the first two weeks of this journey are nothing like what the whole thing is going to be. Like we were doing a bunch of one night, two night, three night stops to get out here, but now we're here for six days. The next place we go to, it's only like 120 miles away, and we're staying there for 10 days. And then the next place we go to is really close by. We're staying there for like seven days, I think, or something. And so the, the those multiple, you know, longer stays, I think, is just going to offer some rest for everybody. But, oh, man, yeah, I got to – at the at the moment, I'm just like so tired of trying to figure things out. Anyway, yeah, thanks. I I can totally imagine <laughs> this being being hard. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's not to the state where you're basically rescheduling the entire trip and like replanning and like uh, cutting <laughs> yeah. cutting cutting down on on places to visit or something like that. It's not a, that, as bad I, yet, is it? I I do. I I'm whole, I'm trying to hold off on making any like uh, decisions until we've had a chance to settle in for these next 16 days like we have Mm -hmm. two lengthy stays here in front of us and so let's reassess on the other side of that because i mean that that is i think that that is a part of it that is definitely could be on the table is okay yeah there's no way that we can do this anything close to this pace so we need to reassess like we thought that we were going to make it all the way around the country and up into banff over you know 14 months no Mm -hmm. like we got to reassess that that that's totally on the table that's within our control Mm -hmm. and so we'll we'll see 
we'll see. Because your longest stay so far is like, or the plan is to stay the longest, like seven, 10 days. Well, there are, I mean, it's, it's kind of a mix, but, but at this, at this point from here through, I think like December, you know, we don't have any, or maybe we only have like a handful of stays that are shorter than four days. Whereas up until, up until literally right now, none of our stays have been longer than four. So Mm -hmm. it's just gonna, it's just gonna be a different pace. And so trying to, trying to make decisions about the future based on what the past two weeks have been like, it's just not fair to the plan because this is just completely, completely different and get ironing out all the kinks and, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been one thing. Oh, and I didn't even tell you this part. Like when, when the trailer with the truck and trailer were at the repair shop, um, the, the family was at the hotel. And so I was like, well, I might as well get some projects done in the trailer that I've been wanting to do. So I'm inside the trailer, 80 something degrees, sweating, sweating like crazy. I look outside and the, the mechanic is like done. He's like, he's uh, diagnosed everything, replaced all this stuff. Sweet done. Then I start hearing a beeping from the kitchen and I go in there and the refrigerator is beeping an area an error code. And I Google it. And everybody's like, yep, that's, you got to replace the fridge. Oh and no. I was just like, <laughs> are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> then after like somehow after just completely resetting the electric system and putting a different battery on the error code went away. And so for now we're just like, okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> if, if it if it shows back if it shows back up, then then we'll be angry. But for for now, at least, it seems like it was just something that needed to just needed to you know turn off the Nintendo and blow on the cartridge, and and now it's and now it's fine. But that just that felt like just like a kick to the neck, you know, like yay, we're done. Beep beep. beep. <laughs> Perfect timing. oh anyway so yeah that's that's me i like i feel it in my stomach right now just talking about it my i feel it in my body so just gotta just gotta settle in and and get through get through it any wins though any like good moments on the road (laughs) well yeah i mean for sure (laughs) like we you know the the kids the kids swam in uh lake michigan and we saw some family that lives in Chicago that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. Um, we've seen some incredible, incredible rivers. And, you know, I uh, got to, um, you know, fish a river that I would never have been to. So, like, there's little, these little things that are, uh, that are just showing up. That's like, okay, if we could just if we could just have a better balance of bliss and stress, then this will be amazing. Mm. So far the balance, the balance has just been, has been off, but there, yeah, Benedicta, there are definitely enough glimpses. <laughs> it's like, just had oh, to ask. Thanks. I had to ask. <laughs> oh, good. I needed that. Like I needed that right there. Um, so I'll, I'll make my, I'll make my other updates super quick. So I want to hear what, hear what, y'all are up to um on the board game on on the backpack side of things we've got artwork underway and there are a handful of contests that we're going to submit it to um that have like decent deadlines like end of july end of august where you know no expectation 
like like the the purpose of those things is not to like place in the contest, but the purpose of it is that you get very direct feedback about your rule book and about your sell sheet, your one pager. And so we're we're super excited about that. We've uh, Graham and I have a, a call scheduled for tomorrow to to finally sync back up. Um, that feels very life giving and really really exciting. Um. And then, but then, so then on the work side of things, like, man, I was just feeling all this momentum. Things were super great. And I've, I've just made no progress. It's just been impossible to get into the flow over the least the last couple days, um, or sorry, last couple weeks. Um, but what I, so what I feel like there is like, I feel like I need to commit to shipping something. And so you two, when I was listening, I was walking around this campground and, Gosh, where I don't even know where I was. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe Indiana. Um, listening to y'all's interview and Benedicta, you were just talking about like your decision to commit to the live stream, and just just going to do it. I'm just going to say that I'm going to be here at this time. It's I was I mean, like giving myself like a you know neck strains, nodding up and down so hard. Like yes, that's what I need. <laughs> I need like. I need a commitment to shipping something on a regular basis. So that really resonated, really resonated with me because I want, I need to recapture that momentum and that, that, that belief that I was, that I was feeling there. So, um, that's my, that's my objective over these next three weeks where we'll have a lot of stability and only one move, um, is just to really, really settle in. So, okay. But we also, um, a mastermind that I've attended, there was also somebody who had struggled to have um, momentum. And I think we talked to, like with her about it could be good to just like commit to doing like even just half an hour coding every day on the project or something that you definitely can. Yes. Like it could even be 15 minutes. But if you get those 15 minutes in every day, then at least like you feel like something mm-hmm. is moving forward and you can't really not do 15 minutes, even with like kids and moving and trailers and <laughs> yes. breaks and yeah. all of that. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think that really resonated with her because then she just like, got started instead of it being this thing where it's like, well, I need at least four hours to get, you know, ahead on this uh, feature. Um, she could just sit down and like do 15 minutes and and then she got mm-hmm. into it again. Yeah. It's like yeah. the way James Clear talks about, you know, uh, stringing together streaks, mm-hmm. like just, just put together streaks. And you're, you're so right. So many times I like tell myself that lie of, well, I don't have two hours to get into the zone here. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of times it's just an excuse. Fine. Just do 15 minutes. Just do 30 minutes. Oh. And I have to remind myself of that all the time too, because I also like, you know, and then I'd lose momentum and then I have to like remind myself too. Oh, 15 minutes is good enough for to like, if I can just do that before I head on yep. out and do other stuff. And then you kind of build up yep. momentum again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's also, yeah, that that's a good one. Uh, especially as it's, if you overcommit in, in terms of like I have to do like four hour streaks or whatever, mm-hmm. that's kind of stupid because it's like a a big challenge. But like if you just keep it small, even f- as I said, like fifteen minutes, like so much, so much easier to <laughs> to fit it into your work uh, work day or whatever. And uh, and also find that daunting. 
I also feel like my work is actually often better if I don't give myself too much time because at least I, as a coder, when I give myself four hours, mm. I suddenly start refactoring the whole freaking app. But if I only have yeah. 30 minutes, it's like I can just do one incremental improvement uh, instead of like rethinking everything, which is like what I often do when I have too much time yeah. on my hand. But anywho, that was a suggestion for me. I like it. Great suggestion. Benedict, what's, another, what's happening? And yeah, what's going on? I have on another world, suggestion man? to add. Uh, it's just like, don't, don't sweat it. Like, I'm surprised <laughs> that you even tried to do some work in those early two weeks. Like, I, if I were you, I'd yeah. just like not worry about it and just focus on this one thing and get that one figured out before trying to layer another, la uh, another responsibility on top of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I'm pro I probably am trying to do too much at one time. I th I think the reason that it feels important for me is that what I, one thing I know about myself is that inertia is just huge for me. Like once I get once I get slowed down and stopped, it's really hard for me to get myself moving again. I'm kind of susceptible to yeah, I'm I'm susceptible to just stillness and calm and, you know, D depression as i've shared here like that plays into it whereas if i can just get the ball rolling then that's just this you know positive reinforcing loop and where i start to f I, I feel unstoppable and so i just i maybe sometimes overreact and try to never let myself get stopped because i'm afraid of i'm afraid of not being able to get the ball rolling again hmm. but but you're probably right. I should I should seriously just try to stop doing so much <laughs> and not and not sweat it. Yeah, that'll be maybe maybe that will be my other mantra for the next uh, next 16 days is code for 15 minutes and then don't sweat it. <laughs> yeah, that, combine the like advice. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you live stream those 15 minutes so you do them right. <laughs> <laughs> Better or worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure if live streaming is the <laughs> correct thing for you to do with uh, yes, seeing yeah, the, especially when I can't with even the connection get a, troubles. Yeah, when I can't even get a podcast recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was mostly a joke. <sighs> just to be clear, <laughs> yeah, most mostly, 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 but not entirely. And yeah, then. yeah. All Talking right. about live streams, what's been up with you, Benedicto? Yeah, so I started last week, that would be Monday, live streaming with you, actually. We did a uh, migrating to Usualist live stream, which was awesome. Yay! Yay! But then, even though we were two Benedicts and doubly blessed, I managed to show some secrets for like a split second, and I need to blur that out, and YouTube is not cooperating with me. So when you live stream to YouTube, you can do some editing after the fact. You can blur and you can cut, and I just wanted to blur it because then the chat will be intact the live chat will play next to the video so i blurred it and then it processed and then i looked at it and it's not blurred it's only blurred when you kind of see the preview when you scrub back and forth on the timeline so that was really interesting like i could see that it blurred the like scrub <laughs> like little tiny frame but not the real frame so i kind of canceled because you can do that on youtube you go back to your original video and then i tried last night to uh, blur it again and it says it's processed finished so hopefully it's now blurred and will be live again when this podcast goes live but we never know because it's youtube and yeah, google yeah and google's editing it's like 
I don't know, the whole live thing, they kind of like put that together, I guess, to compete with Twitch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's a little like I can feel like it's janky at times, but yeah. Can you could you put just like a, a caption of text in front of it and just a bunch of solid black emoji? <laughs> I yeah, the thing is I can't really so like if this doesn't work this time around either, I'm just gonna download the whole video, edit it like properly or let edit all of it, but just do Got like it. you said, yeah. or cut it out and then upload it as a regular video. But I wanna keep it as a live video uh with the chat and everything, and then there's like limited editing possibilities. So we'll see. We'll see with you know what the Google gods um are willing to to give me <laughs> uh, with this editing. We'll we'll see. But then, so that was Monday, and then Tuesday, I live streamed my POW status update, which I do every month on the eighth at eight o'clock. Um, and as always, and I think we talked about it on that live stream show, Benedict. I went into it was like I'm just gonna skip it this month. Like I haven't done anything. Like this is just like you know what am I doing? And then I told myself, well, no, you're doing these monthly, so you have to. And I sat down and like, holy, we had done so much because I had help in May. So I had both Ula, my partner, as a junior dev working on it. And then I had a senior developer helping me in May and also a content writer that's been working in May. So I hadn't done that much except like reviewing, except I guess that's that's a big responsibility as well, like um, reviewing pull requests. But so Ola had done uh, goals, I think, like goal tracking and also a 404 page. And then Sarah, who's been helping out, has made progress with like uncompleted onboarding. So if you hadn't completed onboarding and went back to the app, now it actually makes sense. Um, Before in POW, you got like NANs, not a number (laughs) kind of things in your interface (laughs) if you hadn't hadn't completed your onboarding. So um, that is super great. And then also Sarah Sarah started on like a big feature that I need to get done, which is a calendar view, which is just another view. So for new listeners, then POW is my menstrual cycle journal app. Uh, That's uh, privacy first. So that was great. And also kind of like you talked about, I guess, Brian, like I felt I've been stuck on that feature for really long. And it's been so nice to get Sarah just to like, she just like plowed, she just started without all of like those fairs or kind of like things that has like, I don't know. Uh, She just started on it. And it's so much easier for me now, hopefully in June to just like keep on working on that feature. Now that it started, I had some like hesitate, like too many IDs, I guess, or like fair. I don't know, really. Is this, is this a therapy session? Like how deep should I go? (laughs) But anyway, she started it. Now I just need to finish it in June. Um, But then I also have another personality, which is an alter ego. I am a queen Ray of the Natromob pirates. So every Friday we do a Gatsby show, which is called Gatsby deep dives, the deep dives with queen Ray and the Natromob pirates. And on Friday, we had Kyle Matthews, the founder of Gatsby, on as a guest. So that was super cool. Very nice. Yeah. And we talked about Gatsby functions. They are now coming out with their own serverless functions solution, which is super slick, by the way. And I ended up deciding to roll with my YOLO ID. So I've been told I'm too old or young to say YOLO. I don't know, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I had this idea of creating uh, a program this summer, summer school program. Not really sure exactly what it is yet, but where we're going to be doing Gatsby functions, like a Gatsby summer of Mm -hmm. functions. And it's going to be 
partly free and partly paid to kind of capitalize on that show we've been having and also to test out some more kind of info product course kind of ideas um, that I've been having for years, but never really kind of executed on. So uh, we'll see how that goes, but that is super cool. But that means less time for POW. And I had promised myself no more side projects, but now there is going to be a side project to the side project. But um, POW is also made with Gatsby. So it feels like it's kind of, it's, it's kind of cohesive uh, in a sense. It's not all over the place. Like I've been in the past where like I do something completely with another technology or like a completely different thing. So yeah, so that's me. So that's quite a lot actually in a week. <laughs> Again, I was like, I haven't done it anything is. this week, <laughs> but then I had to write it up for this podcast and I was like, whoa, uh, <laughs> it actually helps. When you, when you said your alter ego is Queen Ray and the Nattermob pirates, I thought you were getting ready to talk about like a D and D campaign. That you're a part of. <laughs> um, what what is uh what is Natter Mob? Yeah, so it's um it started out with a gang of us talking, meeting on Twitter, and then we were talking on a video chat kind of during the corona on Fridays. We had like a yeah, we had some drinks and we talked about tech. And then mm -hmm. that evolved into us wanting to do some live streaming. Well, that evolved and then we gave ourselves a name, the Natter Pops, because Natter in or Natter in English, I think means like just chatting or chatting, something like that. And then there was a pops added at the end just to be cute. And then when we <laughs> wanted to do <laughs> live streaming, it was supposed to be kind of mob programming. We tested out that for a, a couple of times. And then um, I kind of ended up making a coop as queen and now it's queen ray <laughs> and the natural mob pirates so there's some lore Perfect. i've heard like in games and stuff you have lore like backstories yes. yeah so yes. that's kind of like the backstory to that show um but now it's then me and then uh paul who we call the navigator who decides or who i decide what we're going to make then he uh, figures out how we're going to make it and then he kind of shows me on stream and then it's also my partner ula who is the host Love it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's fun to just be like, I'm the queen, like <laughs> giving myself the title. <laughs> like nobody else is giving me the title. I just took it. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's how monarchies are supposed to work, right? Like you just. I know. Just, I mean, you know? <laughs> that's basically how they start. So yeah, um, but that's been like a lot of fun. That's and cool. It, it started out just like a fun project like most things but uh, we've gotten some traction and Gatsby has been sharing um, a lot of what we've been doing and it just feels right we're going to take a break over the summer we're back August 6th uh, this mm -hmm. Friday will be the last one and then we're back August 6th but then it felt good to have something in the summer to kind of keep the ball rolling yeah. Um, yeah. on that whole kind of world that we've ended up creating I guess with with, uh, yeah. So keep an eye out on queen.ray.codes because there's going to be stuff awesome. happening. We'll be, we'll be sure to link to it. <laughs> great. Yeah. But we'll see how much I manage. I have to, I need to get these features done for POW as well. So um, I guess I need to, to do some commit. Yeah, I actually committed. I am uh, um, in my mastermind group. There's like this show and tell in the wider network on the 25th. Mm -hmm. And I raised my hand to showcase my new calendar feature. So it's going to get done. 
25th of June. Yes. 10 days from this. 10 days yeah. from okay. now. Yes. Yeah. Get it. Get it. I'm all about those external deadlines. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you Benedict, what you are you? Some... No, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, did you set some limits around the side project so it doesn't like get out of hand or actually gets out the door and shipped or are you just like winging it, winging it for now? So far, it's a little bit of winging it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's going to be based around, like we talked about on the streaming show, it's going to be based around me live streaming this summer. So it's playing to my strengths uh, where I'm not going to be creating a lot of written content. It's going to be um, like the ID so far, I can you know run it by you. It's, uh, it's going to be a weekly challenge where we kind of give a challenge. Like this week, everyone's going to do email capture on their uh, personal site. So this these challenges will be in regards to your already existing Gatsby personal sites. That's kind of like the baseline. And then you're going to extend that with serverless functions. So it will be, okay, this week, everybody, want, you know, you're going to um, collect emails on your personal site and then send it to serverless function and then do something with it like user list or <laughs> like another, like it could be a spreadsheet, like that's up to the, the person. And then I'll uh, live stream a possible solution on one day. And then we're going to have some, I'm, I don't have a good name for it, but like group coaching where people can then ask us questions and get help with their solution if they're stuck. Um, and then for the, like the top tier, there will be uh, possible of pair programming uh, with me. And then on Friday, we'll then share the solution, the, the the solution that I kind of went through in the live stream via email. So the idea so far is like it's free to just join the email where you get the challenge and a possible uh, solution. And then it will be paid if you want to join the live session and the um, group coaching. And then there will be, you know, another tier if you want pair programming during the summer. So that's the plan so far. But like all of my content will then be me being live, which I'm pretty comfortable with at at the moment. And I will need to code through everything, of course, because these should not be exploratory streams where maybe I can't do it. <laughs> they need to be, you know, pre-planned. But I won't be writing up like a long tutorial because that would be that would take my whole summer, you know. Um, so trying to like make yeah. something that I can if not winging it completely, because I don't want, I want it to be professional, but it doesn't have to be that it's things that I'm already good at. It's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. So it's a uh, partly winging it, partly playing to my strengths. Uh, and I think it can be super fun and help people get started with functions. Um, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Like looking forward to how, how it plays out. Like I've yeah. been dabbling with the idea of like, running a community type of thing with challenges and pair programming but i ultimately i always decided it wasn't for me <laughs> because <laughs> i feel like i wouldn't get anything else done yeah so i'm like i'm consciously not making like a slack community or a discord community on top of that because i think that would take a lot of time to manage and you also have to be like really vigilant if people you know, are harassing other people or things like that, but um, creating it more like webinar style, then it's it's only for that hour. I don't have to kind of be online and, and you know, managing the community aspect of it. So it will be a community per se, because lots of people will be doing it at the same time, but it won't be like a gate, like an actual like chat community, if that makes sense. But that was long for me, but yeah, I'm very excited about this summer. For, like it's, 
that's the problem when you like to new ideas and like creating stuff like I want to have new side projects all the time but I feel like this actually fits into my overall strategy <laughs> yeah yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> Benedict how are, how are things how are things on your side man yeah, so I feel like I had the first weekend of actually doing something fun in what feels like months. <laughs> so <laughs> we finally had some good weather and like nice. Not 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 so much other stuff on our plate that we, we were able to like do some nice walks uh, around the new neighborhood and like get out in the sun and get some ice cream and all of like all of that fun stuff we didn't get to do over the over the last couple of weeks so it was nice to finally relax a little on a weekend and not like haul boxes or put up furniture or something like that so i'd call this a success <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a win how long is it since the move benedict uh it's coming up to like the the day where we actually moved is about a month ago was it okay. was about yeah. a month ago but leading up to that, like just finding the new house and packing everything, it feels like it's more like three months now of like being busy with this. So yeah, I'm glad we, we made it through. Um, and this will probably the last time I'm complaining about this. So um, <laughs> let's, let's consider that topic done. <laughs> Anyways, um, on the user list side, um, I made some progress on the double opt-in implementation that I mentioned last week. Yay! I, I yes. need it. I need it. So yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I have a working prototype version um, on a on a branch locally, but I'm not super happy with it. Like I'm not like it works, but it's kind of hacky and doesn't feel solid. And I'm mm -hmm. really worried about like the way it's implemented it's it's basically adding another dimension to the entire the entire way user list is handling user data because now it's like an additional state of is is this person opted in or not and i'm a little bit worried that either me in a couple of months or once we hire an, another developer and have someone else working on this i or they will just forget about that aspect of all of it and then suddenly start sending messages to users who never opted in or something like that. Um, and with the implementation I have right now, that's, that's a possibility at least, um, because you have to really make sure you always think about that use case. Um, but, uh, thanks to my mastermind group, um, we, uh, with, uh, the people I chatted with earlier today, we figured out there's a way uh, in PostgreSQL, and I believe MySQL does this as well, um, is that you can have database views that are, well, readable for once, but when they are simple enough, you can also write into them and update into them, like just treat them as a regular table. And I, I wasn't aware that this was possible, but this made me think that right now my active record model is hooked up like for the directive record model for users is just hooked up to a table in the database, but it could as well just be hooked up to a database view and it would just work the same, but that view could be built in a way that it just doesn't include people who 
who haven't opted in yet. So I'm kind of, I'm a little bit excited about this because that essentially means that I can manage opt-in state in the database, but the Rails application wouldn't know about it until they are really opted in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I hope this works out. Maybe it's too clever. We'll see. <laughs> oh, I still want to go into the technical details now, but I, I don't know if that's <laughs> in scope for this show. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah. I'm I'm up for it. Like, yeah. if Brian <laughs> doesn't stop me. Well, I have yeah, no idea no, about no, the... I have no idea about like the Postgres like database layer of it, but I was thinking when we add users that we know are part of our applications, like you know before you had a new newsletter functionality, you just add people right, and we we basically say these people have opted in because we were responsible for them opting in. Um, yeah, couldn't couldn't it kind of be like you know when all the people we add when we add them either we say that. Um, cause I think ConvertKit does that. I can like say that this person has opted in when I add them yeah. in a way. Yeah. But then if I add them through like that other, so everybody is basically opted in except for the people coming in from, um, from the news, like newsletter subscriber kind of endpoint. Is it the same endpoint? Do we add the users the same way? Yeah. That's, that's the other solution I had in mind. Like, basically treat like the forms endpoint that doesn't exist yet but that yeah. they have they'll have to build soonish as like the endpoint that does all the double opt-in stuff mm -hmm. but the problem with that like the good thing about that is that it's isolated and doesn't touch the rest of the system and like this is a separate concern basically and only mm -hmm. once it's double opted and we add them to the rest of the system but the problem with that is that it doesn't allow us to do like, as you said, like ConvertKit does it, or I assume most of the other tools do it as well, is you wouldn't be able to manage the opt-in state via the API or via those other endpoints. Um, I because think I can see, like... In ConvertKit, um, they, do it, they do it on the form. So you decide if the form is, if this form needs double opt-in or not. So you can add people to a form that doesn't have a, a double opt-in. Because it's not yeah. illegal to do non-double opt-in. It's just like a recommended way to do it uh, when it's talking about newsletters. But they let you switch that on and off on the uh, on the form. And I don't think like you would need like a forms API like they have because it's super confusing. But if there's, but then you would flip the whole logic. Because I would like an endpoint where I can like add people and I can say, should this person double opt-in or not? And then if I don't say they should double opt in, then they are opted in. But like it would be better if it was the other way around, right? But that will like then everybody has to, like that would be a breaking change, wouldn't it? <laughs> if it's the other way around. But like you could I think you could leave it up to us developers to kind of say that, hey, I'm adding this user and this user needs to double opt in, even if it's just through the regular push API. Because then I could add people from my own kind of I could write whatever kind of form added to your um, system with a with through your push API, and then I have to flag needs double opt in because I, as a developer, is essentially the one responsible for knowing if this person needs to double opt in or not. Yeah, I agree, and that's yeah. that's exactly why I think I have to build it the way I'm now thinking about building it, and not have yeah. like the double opt in logic tied to the form because yeah. when you're using the push API, you're not touching the forms at all. Yeah. 
So it has to be part of the core system. Yeah. At least that's my thinking right now. Yeah, because um, I would like to make my own forms. <laughs> I always yeah, end up making my own forms because the forms you get from these systems are never like the way you want yeah. them, right? Yeah, and that and I guess that's totally fine. And that's the way I do probably use it as well. But um people will still want those forms. Uh so <laughs> Yes, I, we of also course have they to build the forms, but um and I guess we could still have like a flag on the form that says like people need to like this is a double opt-in form or this is an opt-in form that just does it automatically. Yeah. Um well, I think on the forms yeah. it could be double up in always, and if you don't want double it up and up then you build your own form. I think that would be yeah. okay. But yeah. yeah, sorry, I I don't know if this is helpful at all because this is what you talk to your mastermind about. But this is what I like. I I want an endpoint, and I want to be able to set it as double up in or not. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's likely what it's going to be like. Just yeah. a new field on the on the push API where I can send a flag over or something. Yeah. And, yeah, and then we probably have to figure out if this person is already in there, and if it's or if they are already opted in, we just ignore it or something like that. So, yeah, that would be yeah. smart because then if if I have a user who don't, then goes somehow goes back to the marketing site and signs up for the marketing emails, then they shouldn't need to have like a double opt in because they're already yeah in yeah, there. Exactly. Or they should double opt in for the marketing emails. Oh, this logic. Oh my God. I'm I am not <laughs> envious of you. This is <laughs> Yeah, this is kinda uh, complicated. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we were we were we were wondering a couple of weeks ago, why why don't all of the competitors just offer this? <laughs> yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> but then again, as I said last you... time. Like if uh, it's so complicated, how are you requiring your customers to come up with a solution on, on their, their own? own? Yeah, exactly. So if you can if like, you can get it solved, you've got a competitive advantage. And uh, you know. uh, I hope so. Yeah, but like from past experience, like just having the best solution doesn't doesn't bring your yeah. customers. Oh yeah, that is that is true. <laughs> that is very true. true. Anyways, but, like sorry, um, we butchered your. I butchered your update. No, that's totally fine. I mean, I <laughs> appreciate. I appreciate the feedback. Um, I mean, this is part of why we're doing this, anyways. Like, just getting more ideas in and mm. uh, more things to mm. think about. But, I mean, what you said just basically confirms my suspicion of it has to be like in the core of thing. Doesn't cannot be handled separately. Anyways, um, the other thing, like, because this opt-in stuff is so complicated and I'm <laughs> not entirely happy with the solution I built, I started procrastinating on it last week, end of last week. Um, basically had the, the half-baked solution sitting there and was like, mm, I don't know, I don't like it and I don't have a better idea right now. So instead, I um, spent some time working on our Zapier uh, integration and just decided to... Yeah, finish it up and it. submit it yeah. for review. Um, and surprisingly, there was like, I, I went through the checklist of like making sure everything's named correctly and uh, have documentation in there or at least labels correctly and, and test it and have like samples set up. And I submitted uh, the app to uh, for review and it says like, yeah, this will take at least a week, probably even two. 
So I was like, okay, yeah. And from past experience, it takes usually takes two or three takes <laughs> to to get approved. Uh, but surprisingly, just hours after I submitted it, it was approved and added to the to the public Whoa. marketplace. So, Yay! Uh, Heck yeah! Now I have a a, a Sapir integration in public beta, uh, and it just it just works. I guess like it was super easy. <laughs> Uh, and it worked perfectly <laughs> on our stream because we did the Squarespace to Sapier to user list on the stream yeah. and it worked super well. Yeah, so it's it's working and apparently like I got naming conventions right and stuff like that. So it got approved and it's now in there. Um, and that gave me enough motivation to keep working on it. And I already have like version 1.1 or whatever in the making uh, that that cleans up a few more things and uh, adds new uh, trigger types and and stuff like that so yeah procrastinating had some good effects but, for once <laughs> <laughs> you've I, I okay we lost him yeah brian's gone <laughs> <laughs> it's not gone gone he's just gone from the recording fyi everyone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. He'll uh, be back next week. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that that's a perfect way to wrap up uh, this this episode as well. Um thanks for coming on again. Um and thanks for sharing your updates. Well, thank you for having me. It's nice to do these kind of wrap-ups. This worked surprisingly well. I was a little bit worried that like having three people on would be yeah, hard to manage and like have a lot of crosstalk, but I, I, I guess we figured it out somehow. <laughs> I think we've almost had too little crosstalk. We'll see what the uh, what the audience has to say about that. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Let's see. We were being okay, too anyways. good. <laughs> have a nice week and uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. Bye.